the particle sons. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone in the world because neither one of us don't have any law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the particle sons. Let's start the show. Um, I am marvelous today, also known as AKA Sofa Black. You know, with the ones and twos, the voice sound a little different because, you know, the boy's under the weather, but I'm still back in the business. So I got a new MO and persona to roll with it. Sofa Black in the house, in the hizzy. Yeah. Does that meet? Does that meet me? You know? Well, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody's going for the ones and twos and stuff, whatever, with Kodak, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that with the shits and stuff, whatever. But, um, how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling good, man. It's been like a a week since we did the whole fan anniversary. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Episode 25, and now we, we're pushing on. So I uh, believe we are planning on doing something special for 50. Um, I, I, I remember just kicking it with you a while back saying, um, I think it was uh, episode 10 or 20, we were thinking of doing something, but we've thought it best every 25 episodes to do something because that would be like milestone, milestone reached. Yeah. So 25, 50, 75, 100. I think 100 you should really wear the Speedos. I think you should keep the Speedos till about 100. But if you want to rock them at 50, that's it's, that's totally up to you. I'm not a, Ain't no shame in my game. I'm not a, I'm, I'm, Ain't no I'm, shame in my game. I'm not going to argue with that. I just, just, just got to know when to manscape up. And then that's it, man. They get the you know the extra virgin olive oil to make sure everything the, shine. The, the virgin olive you know, oil? Yeah, nice. shine with it, you know? All right. Shine out here or whatever. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's been one whole week and um, a crazy week. And I want to say that because uh, right after I had uh, dropped you home and didn't wait for you to get inside your crib. Yeah, bitch-ass move. I uh, I stopped off by my uh, my sister's house real quick and um, we were in the we were in the living room just talking and stuff like that. And out of nowhere, my nephew just blurted out that uh, Nipsey Hussle got shot. Mm-hmm. And at first, at first I thought he was he was joking. Um, because uh, if, if for those who, who are out there who know about Nipsey Hussle, and for those who don't, this was a, a, a man doing... Really good things in the community, so mm-hmm. so it was hard for me to uh, it was hard to me to fathom that anybody would want to shoot him. So um, before we continue, we just give him a little uh, quick moment of silence. Now, as I was saying. Mm-hmm. My nephew was in the kitchen and uh, he blurted out, Nipsey Hussle got shot. He got shot about six times. Uh, and that was it. I mean, we, we, were, we were discussing it in the living room because uh, at this point, uh, nobody had known that he was in the, he was passed or he had passed. Um, it was just more of, of of a situation where you know you hear somebody got shot and you're the the first thing you're thinking at is you know they're in the hospital and they're working on them or 
the you know it, it, it wasn't that serious or anything like that. And I I think at that moment I shot you out a, a quick text message. Yeah. And um and then your response to me was that three people actually got shot. And yeah. So three people got shot. What I so I got the I got wind of stuff that three people got shot, and they said one victim got shot in the head. So then that's when I said to you and stuff. I'm like, hope he's not the one. That got shot in the head. Right, right, right. And um, so, of course, like, um, like, like any good, uh, any good person would do, because um, you know there was a lot of tweets, IG messages going out, uh, hoping for him to pull through. So I, I, I sent out one, um, and then just and just kick back, you know. What I mean, it's, it's, we were we were discussing it. We we're actually discussing some of the stuff that he was he was doing in the hood. Um, and then I think it was a little bit later after that when I was actually leaving my sister's house and heading home is when I got the message that he had passed. That he passed. Yeah. Hmm. So so let's take it from there. What was your first? What was your first reaction when you heard it? So when I first heard it and stuff, whatever, that he got shot, I think my thing was more so if he, you know, if he can pull through this, because they said there was multiple people that got shot. Right. Him and multiple people and stuff. So I'm like, okay, if he pulled through this, then it'd be kosher and stuff, whatever, right? Right. And then... I was doing other things and stuff, whatever, in the process, whatever, in my house and everything, and stuff, mind my business, until when I got the word that he officially passed. Then probably about, mm, I seen the whole RIPs go up on the, on the IGs and the social medias across the board. Probably about like around a little bit after midnight, I got a message from the first message and stuff from somebody, and they said that on one of the shows that previous shows we did back that I kind of called for his death. Right. And I said, no, that wasn't the case. And my thoughts and prayers goes out to his family and stuff. But as history has been proven, if you're colored and you do something kind of good for the people and stuff are less fortunate and bring certain things to the light, they want you out the box. So they'll get you in any means necessary and stuff for the same thing with Malcolm X. They used a black man to shoot Malcolm X. Right. The same way and stuff, whatever, right? And I was just using that and stuff to say, like, you know, everybody should be on the P's and Q's and, you know, Nipsey, watch your back. You know, Jay-Z, watch your back. So when they came down and stuff, whatever, I felt kind of bad when the first message came in. And then when I started realizing that the, the amount of listeners that we do have and the ones that do get at people wants to get at me directly and everything like that yeah i kind of just explained myself i'm like that was never my intention i had no malice and stuff whatever behind it so of course I felt, I felt bad i felt bad that it happened to a dude and stuff whatever that had like a different kind of state of mind from the average rappers and everything because remember victory lapis is actually his first legit album right right, right he had right. other mixtapes and stuff whatever before mixtapes a lot of soul uh, you know what i mean <laughs> right a lot of EPs projects where he pro- wasn't exactly rocking with any labels or exactly. anything like that right so the fact that like when he even dropped victory lap i was giving a hand clap and stuff to that because for him to finally drop victory lap and he's did so many things like for real estate cryptocurrency yeah yeah like you know like i mean the, the dr cb thing and stuff is like 
late, but right. like but right before his passing and stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. But like I said, like he had so many things stuff on his belt before, so I was always a fan of him and stuff, whatever. And I was always a fan of like my favorite Nipsey Hustle thing and stuff, whatever. That's what touched me and stuff was that this guy was that much of an innovator because I don't know if you heard about the cheesecake thing in New York with the restaurant. No. So okay, there's a restaurant in New York. Right, and he got the idea. Nipsey took the idea from the restaurant. What I can't remember the restaurant exactly, but there's a, a restaurant that sells three cheesesteaks, Philly cheesesteaks. Right. At three different pricings. Okay. Twenty bucks, seventy bucks, one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Okay. Right. So yeah. twenty bucks gets you the basic cheesesteak as is by itself. Right. Right. Seventy bucks will get you cheesesteak with like a little coarse meal with it, whatever. Right. Dessert. And little extra things and stuff, whatever, you know? Yeah. Appetizer and everything before. Yeah, yeah. 125 will get you the cheesesteak and the appetizer and the whole three-course meal thing, plus with your photo on the wall. Mm. And if you pay a little extra on top of that, you can choose where you want your photo on the wall. Where you want it to go. So now you have people like Oprah, Bill Gates, other people go to this restaurant and everything and stuff, whatever. Right. And when they go to this restaurant, whatever... Because they're celebrities, the people, the restaurant owners would take a photo of them and put them up on the wall. Yeah, of course. So now so you now, got a chance to so go you know, you up had on a there. chance as a regular Joe Schmo, but right. you're willing to pay the cost to be the boss right, right. to get yourself like next to a Bill Gates photo and stuff up next there. Next to right? Oprah. So now when Nipsey Hussle was in one of his interviews, whatever, in the, in the beginning of his career, and I heard that he was doing that with his mixtape. So you can buy a regular mixtape. For fifteen bucks, yeah, you can buy another mixtape and stuff for for fifty bucks. That gets you a T shirt, right, and a little extra features. Or you can get the mixtape for five hundred bucks. That gets you a backstage pass to the concert, to the concert. and stuff, whatever, right? Right. And I was like, right, right. I was like, yo, that's a dope ass concept. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. when I was saying that and stuff, whatever, and I heard that interview, maybe like a week later, I heard Eminem bought like. Five of the five hundred dollar things. I heard Jay Z bought like five of the five hundred dollar little mixtapes and stuff, whatever as well. Right. Yeah. Right. And like they were a fan of the the whole business the, the, idea. The and I'm idea. like, yo, this man. I told myself then, this man is going somewhere because that concept and stuff has never been tapped to never within been tapped the to. music industry. Yeah. Of course. So that's what I'm saying. Greats like Eminem and Jay Z recognize that. So I'm like, I had to recognize that and stuff whatever because real recognize real. Of course. So I was always a fan. So. When this situation took place with him and stuff, whatever, it hit me to the point that I was like, we can't afford as people, not even just a race, but we can't afford as people and stuff to lose such a remarkable individual and stuff like that. Nah, it's 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 crazy. Um, when I think about, you know, my first introduction to to Nipsey Hustle, um, and it's 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 funny you should it's it's funny that you should mention that because right out the gate he's always been somebody who is conscious of ways to get ahead yeah and 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 nothing to hold and nothing to hold you back. I remember um, watching this one interview, and this interview is 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 floating around. If 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 y'all don't know anything about Nipsey Hustle by now, you just need to just go on your IG. Go on your Facebook and just, you know what I mean, just type the name. Hashtag R.I.P. Nip. You're going to get a whole lot of information about what this brother was was doing and what he was trying to do. And um, one of the first things that I seen was him, and this was very, very, very early. I think he was at an 
at a rap convention and the interviewer asked him um where's all your gold chains oh yeah and uh and his response was he's not trying to invest in anything that depreciates mm-hmm. he's only trying to look to, towards stuff that appreciates in value because he's trying to get his money up trying to build something right and the interviewer was taken aback he goes he goes what'd you say you mean you're not out here trying to buy any gold chains or this that and a third and he said nah those are for people who have shortcomings who feel they need that they have to impress somebody yeah and he goes nah i'm nothing like that i feel like i gotta build something for me and i'm here looking at it and saying to myself wow you know this this guy's on a this guy's on a different level and from there just hearing the stuff that he does i mean when when he did the whole cryptocurrency thing yeah i was like dude i'm only hearing cryptocurrency for my white people friends i know <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm not hearing black people talk about it let alone rappers trying to get into the game and so forth like that and and he he didn't mess with Bitcoin. No, he didn't mess he with didn't, Bitcoin. He left Bitcoin because he said he said I remember he said Bitcoin and stuff whatever already on took off to a level where right. he realized he had to jump on something else that might be the next best thing. Right. So and and his whole thing was one thing about Nipsey. If he's getting involved in something, it's not surface level. You understand? Yeah. He's he's going through. He's gonna get the knowledge of it gonna get the understanding of it mm-hmm. and then move move from there so like I said there was uh you know th- that there was a lot of ventures a lot of business ventures that you know that Marv has said that was going on before he even actually got to this album mm-hmm. which was or what you would consider a a major album major release. debut album yeah you understand so right. I mean to the fact that we're he bought the block where he hustled on and put businesses in the plaza of the block that he hustled on and then put people to work in those businesses that he bought on the block that he used to hustle on. Stuff like that you don't hear from, you know, you don't hear from, you know, regular prominent black people, much less rappers. Right. You understand? So this was the type of level of thinking that he was on. So you can, you can really, you can really stop now and think what the what the, the immediate community around him is now missing. Right. Because he was impacting and changing lives. You know what I mean? Just forget about what we're hearing. You know, from everybody else. Just the immediate people around him who were feeling the direct impact. Mm-hmm. From what he was doing, and mm-hmm. then he, it was just spreading from there. Yeah. Nah, man. Like I said, it was a devastating loss for the community and stuff, and for the world, for the individual and stuff like that. But that man was loved. That man was loved and respected and stuff for on so many levels, even after the death. Because I remember somebody told me, "You never know how good you did while you had your time on the earth until it comes to your funeral." Mm. And he has yet to have a funeral. And the amount of different cities and hoods across the world taking the time to l- release Blue Crip, 
balloons, yeah. and R.I.P. Nipsey and stuff, whatever, across the world. That's big. It happened in Toronto. Happened in Toronto, man. Happened in, yeah, across different parts in America. So I'm like, you know, that man has been loved and everything like that, right? So, and much less like the the walk with all the, most of the gangs and stuff, whatever, in L.A. Right. The Bloods and Crips Bloods and, and stuff. Crips got the, together. The, the essays and everything. They took time and stuff for that. So like, you know, a little ceasefire moment. Right, right. And just had this time and stuff for their, for Nipsey and stuff, whatever, right? So that's big. Yeah. The cops, the cops themselves and stuff whatever, are hurt and devastated and stuff, whatever, that Nipsey and stuff, whatever, got killed. So you know it goes deeper than them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, when any anytime somebody is, is doing something positive mm-hmm. and not for show, but is really real at it, mm-hmm. you understand? It's like I said. It's it's affecting a lot of people. A lot of people are stopping, looking, looking and listening to to what's going on, and and that's it. I mean, like I said, it's it's just wild how how he had passed because this was a guy doing great things. I mean, so much great things to the to the to the point where. It was hard to even fathom that somebody from the hood or a rival gang would even want to hurt this brother. You know what I mean? To the point where everybody was saying, nah, this is a government conspiracy. Dude was working on the Dr. CB documentary. Right. You know, he, he was going to bring a lot of things to light. And, you know, the powers that, that be don't want that to, to come to light. So right. they're really the ones who are, who are behind it. And that was ga- that was gaining a lot of steam. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, when you look at it and stuff, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I'm so, a I conspiracy mean, like, theorist. So I mean, yeah. when, it, when it comes up to it and stuff, whatever, that's gonna cause another song and dance stuff as is, right? So I mean, because okay, so the dude brought in the question and stuff, whatever, is Eric Holder, right? Right. right. Eric Holder, that's his name, and he's been caught, and um, his lawyer, Christopher Darden. Now before we get, before we get into that, okay. I just I want to know because I'm not sure if it's the same brother. Because remember that I, I think it was maybe a day after mm-hmm. some dude was driving in a car on on the on the highway talking about he's the one that shot Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. This is not the same dude. No. no. All right. All right. So see, this is the bullshit that we got to deal with. What the cloud chasing? The cloud chasing. But but that's the, that's the times we live in though. That's the times we live in. Like everybody, people want fame and stuff for their just cause. Like I never I never forget whatever when um. Jay Z had an interview one time right, and he had an interview and he was talking about um. He wants Cameron to keep his mouth shut pertaining to like anything about Rockefeller and everything. So that's why every time Cameron opened up his mouth to say something about Rockefeller, right, he got fined a hundred thousand mm. dollars, right. So when Cameron got shot and the dude shot him and stuff and the thing in DC shot up his Lambo and stuff, whatever, they threw their hands up and just threw up like, you know, it's the rock. Right. So when they threw up their hands like it's the rock now. Right. Cameron and stuff was saying like Jay-Z sent goons and stuff, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? But it's like it's that clout chasing. Because these dudes and stuff, whatever, could have been straight diehard Rockefeller fans, Jay-Z fans. That's up. And then they were like, yo, we popped you on the strength of like you disrespecting Jay. That's what's up. So at the end of the day, Jay didn't pay for those people and stuff, whatever. 
but it just would get done. Right. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And like thousands of times, like the the the, the guy, the billionaire from the uh, Wyndham Hotel Resorts, he offered the ex-wife the less than a billion dollars for a check. She said no. They put the check out there on the internet, and they said she said no to it. And people are offering to kill her for five mil. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like. He didn't pay those people to, to say they're going to kill her. Yeah. But it just comes with the clout chasing aspect, whatever, right? Because they think they might get a little fame and glory. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the dude that did that, that was just, it was super weak, super whack. Um, they should they should catch you and charge your ass for that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, before they catch you and charge your ass for that shit, the hood should catch you and beat your ass for that shit. And, and and then I feel I'll feel a little bit better because that that shit wasn't nothing to joke with. But anyway, back to back to Mr. Holder. So yeah, Mr. Holder and stuff. He is an individual that's brought into question for this whole situation. Um, Christopher Darden is his lawyer. The history about Christopher Darden. This is saying Christopher Darden from the the whole OJ. OJ trial. You are correct. He's a prosecutor for the OJ Simpson trial who helped put OJ Simpson away. He was a he was a Marsha's right hand man. Correct. Right. So he put OJ away, and um, well, we try to pull up some facts and everything about how much his retainer fee would be. His retainer fee is not a cheap little one. His retainer fee starts average fifteen thousand US to just for him to be a retainer into the situation I'm not saying Mr. Holder has that type of money and stuff on deck before a startup rapper and everything like that I don't know if he might have that money on deck or he might not but seems a bit dodgy mate well here's the thing because he's just recently he's just recently coming out of jail correct right right um, and one of the things that has been floating around is that this dude is a known informant right so, for a person to be recently coming out of jail, having not really proved himself as a rapper that anybody would say, hey, I'm going to throw some money at, get this guy's career popping, mm-hmm. where do you just get 15 k from? How does that just magically appear for you to be able to get somebody like Christopher Darden? You, or you on the X Files theme? Is 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 Christopher Darden taking fifteen k? Is there something else going on where you know what I mean? That's a conspiracy. Somebody's telling him, "Well, listen, you got to defend this dude." That's the X Files theme right there. Yeah, like like you're saying, <clears throat> stuff don't really add up, and you know that's that. Those are one of the things that everybody's. Questioning and pulling the <laughs> pulling the police and the government back into the situation. Right, right, right. So it is what it is, man. I mean, it's it's gonna be it, it's gonna be a case that's gonna be watched. There's a lot of cases that's that, that's gonna be watched. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It's almost like the like the it's, it's almost like we okay with we're not having the Jesse Smollett because there's too much shit for us to already handle with the 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 Kells coming up. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? And now this. So, man. I don't know, man. This one this one was a rough one to digest stuff with throughout the whole week. Um, and then to chase it up, whatever, with Kodak Black. Kodak Black versus everybody. Because Kodak Black 
I don't think he gave... I think it was way too soon for him to say his remarks towards Lauren London because it took her a few days to respond to the social media about without Nipsey, she's lost, right? Yeah. And everybody was giving her, you know, my heart goes out to you to her pages and her social media aspects and everything like that. And, then, and she was given the, and she was given the space to actually, you know what I mean, to grieve, to go through whatever she was going through. Um, you know what I mean? The 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 the, 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 the yeah. newspaper, the media's were were respecting that. Yeah, everybody because that's what I'm saying. Like everybody, that level of respect was was for that man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they gave her that level of respect and that space, and which I'm a fan of. But then it just came down to it when I think the thing and stuff, whatever, is that what the younger generation and stuff, whatever. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I if I can word it right. Whatever I want to say, they do things and stuff, whatever, just cause without thinking. Yeah, right. And they're not thinking about nothing like that. Whatever. A conversation what he said on that Instagram live about like trying to go at her and everything that could have been a small conversation between him and his boys. Of course, yeah. They didn't need to be on Instagram live. Yeah, no, no, nah, they whatever, didn't. Right. And one of his boys was actually trying to trying to like hype it up. Now there was a few trying to kill kill the trying noise. Kill the, yeah, trying yeah, to kill the noise. Like, like two or three trying to kill the noise, and the other one was trying to hype it up because he kept laughing. Yeah, and everything and stuff like whatever, right? And me, I find the whole situation and stuff disrespectful. Oh, but it's mad disrespectful. <clears throat> I mean, but then again, like I said, I come from a different world. I want to say because like that generation and my generation and stuff are cut from two different cloths. Right, we spoke about this stuff early on the show, like way early and stuff, whatever. Like I come in, in a time and stuff, whatever, where it's all about my. I guess my rappers were drug dealers, and these rappers and stuff are are drug users. Right, right, right. So I understand that we're in different type of worlds and stuff that we come across, whatever. So like I know the respect level and stuff is different, and it's not there, it's not there, but. I don't know. And let's. You think he was trolling or just trying to shoot well, a shot? I was, I was about to say. Let Let's face it, man. Clout. Clout chasing and trolling is at an all-time high. Mm. And Kodak Black has pretty much picked up where 6ix9ine had left off. If you think about it, in regards to, I mean, in regards to trolling, mm-hmm. he's the one that's, he's the one that's, we're, we're, we're crowning king right now. Okay. That's that's a fucked up kind of crown. Within the past, within the past, I want to say three or four weeks. Yeah, he has managed to keep his name through trolling almost every week. Yeah, I can give you that. You understand? So for this, for him to say something like that, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if that's the way he really felt, or if he just seen it as an opportunity. To just continue clout chasing and trolling. And T.I. T.I. Um, addressed him on the Instagram thing a little. T.I. addressed him. The game. Game. Tank. Like, yeah, they, they addressed him and stuff. Whatever. But then that's what I'm saying. These guys and stuff have to understand what, like, this is a different type of world where they come from. Well, and I'm, time frame and stuff too, right? Well, I mean, he got back on. Kodak got back on live and told Ti to pull up. Yeah, he was in Georgia. Pull up. But yeah, but it might be a different song and stuff if Ti and his people do pull up, right? That's it. So I mean, hey, I don't know. 
So, like, Kodak, it's your world, we just live in it. It's just no for a fact there's consequences to everything and stuff like that, whatever. And I'm not saying nothing to nobody about to hit me up if something happened bad to Kodak. I ain't saying nothing bad to happen to him, to nobody. Well, I'm just saying well, there's listen, consequences. Listen, it, I, I mean, <clears throat> this, uh, he's feeling some of the consequences now because a lot of people who who rock with him and the line were like, uh, you know, he does his stuff. Don't you know? Don't pay no attention. He's just bugging. A lot of them, a lot of them were like, yeah, nah, that's not cool, bro. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the level of disrespect where we are not gonna draw the line on, especially for a brother like Nip. Right. Um. So, I mean, we we can't really we can't really say what's on another brother's mind, but definitely we can say what's on ours, mm-hmm. and we respect the hustle, um, the knowledge. The work ethic that that Nip put through, and you can see it right now resonating through the hood around the world, and people are changing their minds, their perspectives on on certain things, mm-hmm. and y- you know he he's this is gonna be felt for a while. This is this is definitely gonna be one of those things that are, are felt for a while. And like I said, uh, we salute the life. Um, and we salute the hustle. We salute everything that he's done. We hope that you know people can can pick up where he left off and continue to carry it on and and you know set new standards, man. Set new standards. He was definitely out here trying to set new standards. So let's continue to do that. Okay. Let's talk about Presidente Trumpet. Presidente Trumpet and his wall. It's going up, man. The wall is going up. It's going up, man. It's going up. He found the way, man. There's the, a wall, the wall there's is a way. going up. The man, the man came in in office talking about putting a wall up, and yeah. See me, I was thinking of stuff, whatever. Like when he was talking about the wall thing in the beginning, and said Mexico was gonna pay for it. The only way I was thinking of stuff for that it was gonna happen is if like might be fucked up with me, but. Like, you know, Latino countries, they love their soccer, their football. Right, right, right. So if they were going to put, like, a soccer stadium and stuff, whatever, right by the wall, <laughs> I guarantee you they won't they won't do nothing to jeopardize that whatever, right? Right, right, so right. So they, they don't know for a fact, like, yo, if they're going to help pay for the soccer stadium and stuff, they know it'll be sponsored by U.S. things and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Oh, you know they will They will cough with the shillings and stuff. They don't put that wall up? They'll put that wall up and stuff quick I, on their own. I'm, how many soccer stadiums do you think it would take to cover that border? Damn. Yikes. You only need a few of them bitches, but I want to say they should probably do one, like, let's say one in every, like, hundred miles. One, one in every hundred miles. One in every hundred miles, And yeah, just a little, right? fi- a little a filler wall in between the two. Yeah, the little, little wall and stuff. You throw some advertisements on there and stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 On the advertisement side, on their side and stuff, whatever, you know? Come to America, it'd be great. You know, on the other side, on the American side and stuff, whatever, it'd be like, don't be shy, come on by, Mexico. One hell of a time, see, you know? Now, now here's the question that I have, mm. right? Because we know, we know how how the office works, right? Right. Okay. If a Republican candidate is in office, runs the office today, right? Election comes up tomorrow, and 
the Republicans win again and they got another guy in the office. Okay. He continues on with the same policy. Yeah. Right? It's always what the policy was laid out in front of him. That's that's how it works, right? right? It's uh, it's it's never really the person who's sitting in the seat. It's the party. It's the and party. the party's policies, yeah. right? Correct. Now, if the next election comes and it's a Democratic candidate, who wins? Do they continue on with that wall? Oh no, that wall is shot dead. Well, it's, it's more it's more the Republican Party, the the, the Democratic Party, and stuff for them. So once the, once the new party but, gets it, but here's the thing: it wasn't even the Republic Republican Party because the they didn't win that vote. He didn't win that vote. Right. He had to do. He had to use his executive order. Right. To get it built. Built. Right. But he did the cuts. He did the cuts and stuff necessary and stuff for this. So he pulled the little swindle management and stuff for on these people who are supposed to be always thinking. Right. For the latter and the future good, which they weren't. Right. So that's why I said that this guy is not as stupid as everybody thinks. And much of the people in his cabinet. Because I think I seen somewhere stuff for them. I seen better cabinets stuff in Ikea. Than yeah, <laughs> yes, I've seen and that. And I was like, this is very true. But yeah. and then this day, this is still happening. Yeah, it's it's crazy that this is still this happening. Is still, right? I think I think I think like I said, you can hate all you want, but you gotta pay credit. You give give credit when credit's due. Cause I was looking at this shit, I was like, I will never vote for Trump. Nah. But the people who said they would never vote for Hillary either. Yeah. And then this shit is happening in front of their eyes and stuff, whatever. Serve you the fuck right. Yeah, yeah. Serves you the fuck right. If you chose you not not to get up and everything like that, whatever, I bet your asses will show up next time and stuff, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, this is just what it is, has to deal with and stuff, whatever, for now, because he has another... Uh, if he does not win, if he does not win next year's 2020 election, then he'll have, what, till January 2021 to be out of office. Okay. So he can do what he can do until then. You think you think he got a shot to win it again? What the to the next election? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. But then again, anything is possible because Listen, people, he wasn't supposed to win this first. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. People walking like they people don't walk it like they talk it, whatever, right? Yeah. Listen, people don't speak their reels. People just come up here and say some shit and stuff whatever to you and everything like that, whatever. That's why I said, associate the sons. There's a lot of Chloe's yeah. be laughing at Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They've been going through the same bullshit, but then behind closed doors, they are the damn person. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. They just, they just talk about the same bullshit, but behind closed doors, they'll just sit there and just vote and say, like, you know what? Ah, Trump's okay. See, I, and I think, I mean, that that was pretty much the downfall of, of Hillary because while she was, you know, pointing out all the dirt on Trump, yeah, there was a lot of dirt that was, you know, on her that was being pointed out on Yeah, but see, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, my thing is stuff, you're right. I don't feel like that's the best way to win any kind of election type of thing. My thing is stuff, if you're going to win an election... You talk about what, find out what the people want change for. Yes. Change. Yes. Right? What they want to see different or what they want to see happen and stuff, whatever. Like within, I'm going to say, a reasonable amount of time. Right. Right. Right? That's what the people want. That's what people want. You can't come out there and just slander everybody and stuff or slander this person, slander that person. 
we know that's gonna happen regardless. If you're true to your cause and stuff, whatever, you know, you make that happen and stuff, whatever. Like, not the slander portion, but just make sure, like, your policies or whatever comes through. Yeah. That's it. That man said that wall is going up. And that man is true as shit to his policies. So to the rednecks out there, stuff like that voted for Trump with their MAGA hats and stuff, whatever, this yeah. guy is doing a fine oh, damn yeah, yeah, yeah. job. For sure, 100%. So that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't they not vote for him? 100%. Because the man said, yo, he's trying to make sure these immigrants know what the deal is. Look at all the issues that happened and stuff with the immigration thing last year, beginning of last year, right? Yeah. With um, the Muslim people who couldn't come back from the Middle Eastern countries and everything. Right. Come back to America. The man said he's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah, he, so he sure did. He's holding up to the <laughs> true of his policies. He so. sure did. Well, I don't know, man. Like, all the cuts and stuff, whatever. I don't know. I'm just. I, I'm, are you ready for a field trip to the wall? We should take a field trip to see what what it looks like, you know, before and then after. For the U.S. side, from the U.S. side. You think you think they're gonna throw some ill tags on the wall? Hell yeah! Yeah, there's gonna be some fresh tags on the Hell wall. Hell yeah! Yeah. Hell yeah! Because I know some of those dudes and stuff, whatever, from like um, from the customs, right. They're tired of probably driving around and looping around and stuff like that, whatever, for a shift. Yeah. So they're just going to just get ignorant and stuff, whatever. They probably just do some shit out there and stuff, throw some tags on the wall and stuff, whatever, and it's going to be fucked up out gonna there. It's going to be fucked up, man. But I, I want to see it because you, you can Photoshop some shit. I'm waiting to see um, Julio made it over on, in spray paint. <laughs> One sec. I gotta let everybody know. Nah, man. It'll be it'll be Juan, man. Juan? Yeah. Juan got away, man. That's what I put on <laughs> put on the wall. Juan got away. Juan got away. So fuck fuck them up, man. They might have caught a couple of y'all, but Juan got away. Juan got away. Yo, I don't know, man. Let's shoot back to the house now, man. So let's come back to Canada. Doug Ford, man. Oh man. This school walkout shit. Let's yeah. talk about it, man. Let's yeah, talk about that, it, man. That was that was it was crazy because so for, um, the, for the folks that don't know, Doug Ford is the premier of Ontario, our love in lovely Canada over here. Just 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 think of of uh, a Trump that doesn't run the country, <laughs> but runs a state. That's Doug Ford. That's nice. So now. So now, from Thursday, right? They said over a hundred thousand students in Ontario walked out of their high schools. Right, right, yeah. For protesting, a lot of changes stuff that they did with the whole school and education curriculum, funding, etc. Yeah, and the, the, and and actually, the funding portion is going back. I want to say maybe a month or so. Mm-hmm. With the whole um, autism, the the cuts to the autism, yeah, right, and this is what's kind of kind of bleeding itself over now into the, the to the education, right, right, all right. So, so now you have a situation and stuff where the pro the, the kids were protesting cell phone banning, mandatory e learning, and increased and increased classroom sizes. So now it's going to go up to twenty eight students per, per classroom, class. right. Do we know what the average is right about now? Right now, the average is 20. 20, okay. 
So they said that in certain inner city places where there's not too many schools and stuff, whatever. Right. It might be at 24. Right, right, right. But now that's going to go from 24 to 28. Yeah. And this is in the midst of of them already closing down certain schools because they said there, there was not enough students to keep those schools open. Correct. Right. So what's happening now, for, for those who don't know, is when those schools get closed down, the students who regularly attended that particular school have now been shifted to the nearest the nearest school, which made those student numbers increase, those yep. class sizes increase, and um, all the while th- there's no increasing of the teachers. Right. Right. So now... With the school taking on more students who have autism. Right. And the funding being cut from the teachers and stuff, whatever. Yeah. As a teacher, who do you pull your time and resources to? The autistic child that might need the more love and support. Right. Or the other students and stuff, whatever, that needs the time and stuff to help get the curriculum that you have to give. I mean, that that is a tough one, man. Exactly. It's 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 really a tough one that you know we take for we may take for granted, but then you know this the 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 frontline teachers they're really they're really thinking of this because you know as a teacher you you get into that profession because you want to help. Yeah. You wanna you wanna set the next set of minds ablaze. You want the future to be bright. And it starts with the kids that you teach. So you automatically are trying to give... You are, you're already trying to give as much time as you possibly can to help somebody get to where they're going. Well, man, look. They, I remember they said the hardest job in the world and stuff, whatever what I heard, the hardest job in the world is a crab fisherman, right? And I seen some of this shit with the deadliest catch, whatever. Oh, yeah. That shit seemed real out there and stuff. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I still feel like the hardest job out there and stuff is fucking teacher, man. Because look look at the teachers. Remember we, talk, we spoke about this like sometime, sometime on the show and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we did, we did. Where teachers getting sucker punched and everything and beat up by students and everything. And they still got to fuck around, wipe that shit off. Yeah. And go teach the other kids that do want to listen. So let's say even if you have a classroom and stuff, whatever, of 28, say 24. 24 students and stuff, whatever. And out of the 24, one of them wants to fight you. You finally kick that student out and stuff, whatever. Now you have to calm down 23 other students and stuff, whatever, and help finish giving them the curriculum and stuff, whatever, after you just got your ass whooped. Yeah, yeah. Yo, it's not an easy job. No, it's not. Especially when your ass shows up on social media. Exactly. Your ass getting yourself whooped. Man, whoo, to get molly whopped by a kid. Nah, and you yeah. can't do shit, whatever. You can't do shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, I felt it for the teacher who fought back, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was wrong, but he fought, he fought back. And see, my thing and stuff is that when it comes down to it and stuff, when you bring it all back in circle and stuff, whatever, like, yo, you as a parent, you wake up and you work for eight hours of the day and you send your kids to school for eight hours a day. These people are with your children for at least eight hours for, of the day. For eight hours a day, yeah. At least, you can at least throw them a few coins. At least you can throw them a few more resources and stuff for them to help do the job and stuff for them because they're supposed to be the future leaders of today. Well, that's it. That's it. You know, you know what's what's funny about it, I mean, with the whole pushing of the, the e-learning. Yeah. Right? Um, and you see, th- this is, this is where, 
you can almost see with the students mm-hmm. and at the same time it's it's a catch 22 but the whole banning phones and electronics right in in schools and so forth like that well we know a lot of schools have faced cutbacks um and majority of them can't afford uh you know the electronics electronics computers and so gotcha. forth like that right right, right. so in class yeah. Even though these these kids have their phones, a lot of times they're given resources for them to be accessed on their phones. So, for instance, you get a website for the the, the class curriculum. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, in in that website, you got information about your projects, assignments, um, research topics. Yeah. You understand? That these kids are actually, believe it or not, are given time inside classrooms mm-hmm. to go ahead and use their phones, their laptops or whatever, to get this information. Because nine times out of the ten, the school itself don't have enough resources for these kids right. to get this, to, to you know, I mean, to to get the information that they needed through the use of uh, media, right? Right. But again, it's a catch-22. Because while John John's supposed to be looking up his homework, he on Facebook. He on IG. Right. He's doing a lot of wasteful things with his time. Instead of productive. Instead of productive things. Right. You understand? So it's, it's a situation where the government is saying, nah, these things are a distraction. But at the same time, if you're going to ban these things as a distraction, mm-hmm. then you got to be able to provide the resources for these kids to be able to use. Fair. Because Fair. you ain't going to, the, these guys ain't going into the library and looking up any encyclopedias. No. Nah, they stopped making encyclopedias. A few years and back. Any encyclopedia that's still left in the, in the school, that's all that information is redundant. redundant. That's true. That's the same thing that I was saying because if they stop making this stuff for them, why are they going to update anything to it? No, nah, they're not going to update anything. Anything, right. You understand? So the, the closest thing that you got to an encyclopedia is Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, guess what? You need computers to access Wikipedia. So a lot of, the, you know, I mean, this is what a, a lot of these electronic devices in the hands of responsible students are being used for. Fair, but my th- okay. So my question to you and stuff is that that right there to me, or do you agree that's a parental type of thing, or that's just the individual type of thing with the student? Because my thing and stuff is that you as a parent, if you're like, look, I'm gonna buy you this tablet for school, right? It should be known for school, and then when you come home, whatever you want to use for recreational purpose, whatever, then use it for recreational purpose. But in school, it's supposed to be used for that. Yeah, that's a parental type of thing, correct? I would say that that I would say to an extent. Okay. That's a, a that's a parental type thing. You understand? Right. Okay. Because you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make Force the horse drink. drink. Right. Right. So you give yourself these you, you you give your kids these tools to help them in their education, but once they leave that front door, right? They can do what, out, they can do whatever. They but can that's what do saying. whatever. So you now okay. Me now as a teacher, right. you told your kid that. And me now as a teacher and stuff, whatever, I've notified you that your child is now coming to class and it's on 
Instagram right. on their tablet when right. I'm giving them an assignment to look at Homer and the Odyssey. Yes. Right? And I, I've told you that and everything and stuff, whatever. And your, your child is just one out of the several hundreds of students I've dealt with throughout the year. Right. So now this is now in a teacher-to-teacher type of meeting, a thing where I voice to them, and then a collective goes out, and then it goes on to like the powers that be, and then district-wise and et cetera. So I understand why these bands will come in. Right. Because it only takes like a few to ruin it for the masses. Yeah, of course. But the thing and stuff is that, yes, if the school is not providing the funding or the government is not providing the funding and everything and stuff for them for it, they're still supposed to be the leaders of tomorrow. If you're shitting on the leaders of tomorrow and stuff, whatever, what do we have tomorrow? Well, that this is the thing. And that's my issue with this whole Doug Ford thing. My right. thing and stuff is that these it's not just a school. It's not just one school. It's not just two schools. No, no. And it's not just like 50 students each school, whatever. Over 100,000. Yeah, this is across the board. High school. And like most high schools might have like what? Uh, like a graduating class might have like 200? Yeah, around there. But a graduating oh, yeah, class might there. have 200 and stuff for there. So that's 200 plus the other grades and stuff that aren't graduating and stuff, whatever. Yeah. And then it's across the province. I'm like, yo, that's fucking insane, me. That's insane. You got a high schooler. I got a high schooler, yes. You got a high schooler and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. Did you ask her how how this you know how how this affect her? Um, you know it, it's funny because I didn't even know about the walkout. She was actually in school mm-hmm. and had sent me a text message mm-hmm. to tell me that the students were planning planning a walkout. Yeah, and I was like, all right. But I still didn't know. I still <laughs> didn't know, know what was going, what was going on, on, right? Because man, I'm adult working in my adult life, trying to put food on the table, right, trying to right, worry right, about right. adult things. Right, you understand? Right, right. Now I knew. I, I knew somewhat about the whole education thing. What was what was happening? Cause you were hip to the news. Uh, hip to the news, but I wasn't aware about the, the cell phone bans. That I wasn't okay. aware, aware of. Yeah. Um. And 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 some minor stuff. But I got I, this, man. I'm so for black, man. I put in groundwork. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I was also aware of the fight that they were having with the the cutbacks to the autism programs. Yeah. And and I can see how that adversely affected education in general. Right. You understand? Now with with my kid, I gotta let my my kid know. Listen, you're a part of the future. You understand? So you got to first and foremost, just not take it upon yourself as to just run out of classroom and, and, you know, just be party hardy because nobody else is in class and stuff like that. You have to understand what's being, what what it is that kids are protesting against. Absolutely. You understand? And I, I can back you. In this protest, because I understand what's at stake, right. you understand. So let that be what's let that be what's leading you to do the things, what you're doing. At the end of the day, I can only tell my kid that. Hope my kid understands that. But once they reach a certain, once they reach a certain age, they're individuals, yeah, and they have to figure that out and 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 push through for themselves. But I just think- like I was, hold on, just like I was gonna say with the whole um, 
when you were asking me if it, if it was the parents' responsibility or if it was the the child's responsibility with the whole cell phone or electronic device, it's the it's the person's responsibility to to a certain extent. But that child's got to know once they're in school mm-hmm. that they have this tool or this resource to help them get to where they're going. Mm-hmm. It should be used for that purpose. Not to say that you can't use it for anything else, but for that purpose alone to help you get ahead, mm-hmm. that's what it should be. That's what it should be used for. And um, you know, it's 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 funny because there's there's that there's times where I have to ban my daughter from cell phone use. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And I have to make the, the, the that decision because. Again, when I ban it from cell phone use or if I take away her cell phone from, from her not doing anything that she, she should be doing, mm-hmm. that also affects her ability to do score. Because like I said, a lot of times the teacher allows them in class to use, to use their, their electronics to research, research. certain things, right. Right? right? So if she's not with, if she's without her phone, then now she's at a disadvantage because there's only maybe one or two, like she says, there's only maybe one or two computers in the library. Right, lack of funding. Lack of funding. Hmm. Okay, okay, I see that. Why are we on some young shit? Let's talk about Lil Nas X, man. Lil, Lil Nas X. Listen, man. I like, let me, let me say this. When I heard this song, yeah, I heard the original song first, right? Right, right, right. And I seen, I guess when I heard it and stuff, whatever, on IG, I seen little clips and stuff, whatever, with the whole, um, what, what game is that? Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, aka, I call it Westworld, because that bitch is your freaking, your own damn cowboy, outlaw, all that type of shit, where you live in that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I heard that, whatever, and I was like, I heard, I, I can hear like the trap thing and stuff in it, whatever, and I, I can tell the dude was black and everything, but I'm like, yo, the things he's talking about, I'm like, yo, I, I can rock with it. I, like, yeah, yeah, I can for, rock with for, it. For, for, for a little theme, for a little, little cowboy type of theme. Yeah. I can rock with it, whatever, right? And then, when I heard the country genre and stuff for the Billboard, they said that it doesn't have enough elements to make it country. So I'm like, Saddle back on a horse? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Yo, old country road, old town road? Like, I don't understand. What? There's so much country songs that have that old town road wording in it. So I'm like, what is y'all saying and stuff? And I'm like, and, how, and how dare they say that without putting up the criteria? That's what I'm saying. Of what makes a country song a country, country song. song. Right. So I was feeling the type of wave. I'm like, yo, I don't see, I tell everybody, I don't want to be the first one to just drop out the, you know, go my wallet and pull out the black card and say, that's fucking racist. Yeah. But I was like, y'all, y'all give me no other option. Well, this is what I'm saying. So then, salute to um, Billy Ray Cyrus and stuff, whatever. He said, fuck, you going to jump on the remix. Yeah, yeah. And he's basically saying the same damn thing he's saying. And then it made it to the country it billboard. Made it back to the country so billboard. I was like, this is bananas. Oh, but by the way, though, I know Miley Cyrus feeling type of way because she's been trying to get into the black community for a minute. And she couldn't even etch the mark with it with the twerking, all her stuff with my J's on. But, and but, but here's the thing, because because when she realized she wasn't getting in, then she shitted on the community. <laughs> right. But then her pops just came in just... just 
played a little guitar, just slid right into this bitch, whatever. And shoom, shoom, shoom. She's probably looking like, Dad, how? <laughs> how the fuck you do this, Dad? I've been here for a minute. I smoked weed with the masses. I did this. <laughs> I twerked. I twerked. I ain't get nowhere. <laughs> you just finessed it from one song, one feature. That's it. Yo, they did, they did that kid bad, man. They did that kid bad. I got a little info on his bio and stuff, whatever. He had a little come-up story. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, it was kind of kind of rough, whatever, right? Now, is, now, is he... Now, this is, this is the question I got to ask. Is he country? What do you define country? Well, is he, is he living in... I, I would say, okay, is he living in an area that you, we would consider... Like rural country? Rural, rural? country. Half and half. The reason why I say half and half is because he's from another part in Georgia that's kind of outside from the Atlanta thing. So most people might be taken by that because he's black and he's right. from Georgia. Right. They just automatically affiliate him with Atlanta. Right. His father and stuff, whatever, is the one, I guess, he was he kind of raised with his father and his, like his siblings and stuff like that when he came to a, a particular age. Right. Where his area and stuff, whatever... If you want to call anything type of country like whatever, do they have horses there? Do they have like farmland? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's there. Yeah. But is it full out like, you know, like mountain range, give me the home with a buffalo's roam? It ain't that. Okay. But okay, with with his with his neighbors right. be like cowboys or, or holding down the cowboy tradition. Uh no, maybe a few. Maybe a few. Maybe a few. All right. Maybe not all of them and stuff, whatever. Maybe maybe a few. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how often do you really see cowboys besides like Wyoming, Iowa, Idaho type of area, like Iowa? Yeah. Those regions and stuff like that, whatever, right? Right. right. Because, like, I want to say, like, if you're looking for like a marble man and everything, they're like in those neck of the woods. Okay. Even people in Tennessee and stuff, the ones that have farmlands and everything, some of them might not be considered, like, I guess the cowboy type. And I guess. And I guess this is what, what I'm asking is because when I first seen the video, yeah, when I first heard of everything, yeah, it was on. Um, and I heard this. I heard it started popping off on TikTok, yeah, which is a platform yeah. where you know musicians go on do their whole thing and so forth yeah. like that. So when I heard that it popped off on TikTok, mm. and not a SoundCloud, not your traditional places. TikTok is a place where you have serious musicians mm. and then you have a lot of people who are just shits and giggles. True. So when I first heard this whole thing, I was actually taking it as a joke. spoof. Yeah. You know what I mean? Someone who's spoofing country right. and doing a little thing to it. Right. So I didn't really take him as a serious country artist. Right. So now if I'm not really taking him as a serious Country artists. Other people would be saying the same. Is is this is this what Billboard is thinking? Is this what you know what I mean? Is this no you know what I mean? It's a spoof, but it actually made it to the country and western, you know what I mean? But Charts. true, but that's what I'm saying. Like in in any case stuff, whatever, I always look at it stuff like when you have a song, you have to dissect the song for what that song is. Right. Right? Right. Jesus walks. On Kanye's album and stuff, he had other songs about banging hoes, Kanye workout plan, all that type of stuff. But Jesus Walks is still like a a rap gospel song. Okay. And you still have to take that song as is into a gospel type of song. Right. Now, was it on the gospel charts? 
I think it made it over event uh, over a period of time. So and it stuff, made whatever. it to the gospel charts because okay. I think like it was like, a little bit of static and stuff for her, and that's what I'm saying. Like, right. Even his other songs, like I think the guy in stuff to my Nas, he has 20 songs on SoundCloud. Yeah. Right. Including yeah. including Old Town Road. <clears throat> he has 20 songs on SoundCloud. Say five and stuff are kind of popping and stuff, including Old Town Road. Yeah. Those four other ones. Yeah. Even if they're more hip hop and rap and stuff, whatever, then let those be the four hip hop and rap. Right. Yeah. But yeah. then you have to hear, well, like you said, what are what are the criterias for a, a country a, song. song? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If you're breaking down the, the country song and stuff, talking about like you're sat on the back and on a horse, you're rolling on an old town country road, winner winner chicken dinner. This is it. Well, and th- I mean, and this is not nothing new because Nelly's got a few country songs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you want to go take a ride me, get a hell in the backseat, yeah, that's country as shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, and um, what's the other one? McGraw, Tim McGraw. Songs get over in my head, over yeah. and over and over. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's, that track, whatever, right? I'm butchering it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what are your criterias? And if you're not classifying the stuff for taking out just one song, we're not saying he's a full-out country artist, but just take that one song for what it is, right? Then that's that's where the racial thing and stuff where that comes up. Be like, why are you discriminating for? Because let's say Gwen Stefani, when she was with No Doubt, they had a ska vibe. Yeah. And ska is a reggae type of bass. Right, 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 right. right. But if you never put that with like the whole world that they came from a, like they have a ska base and stuff and everything like that, whatever it's a problem yeah it was a problem and stuff whatever but then when they went back to doing their old other grunge type of stuff and everything it was okay yeah so that's what I'm saying when they have their songs like underneath it all and stuff like that whatever or if I was a rich girl that was classified in the reggae genre right 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 so that's what I'm saying let the song by itself be classified into the genre itself okay I, I see what you're saying but yeah, they're different the funny style and stuff for us. So salute to that kid, man. Make your get your coins, King. That's why I keep telling you guys out here, man. man. Get these coins. Because you're gonna need all the coins you get and plan for some business and hey, guess what? You might be the damn next Nipsey. Now now let me let me ask you this. You think uh you think Billy Ray was really feeling for the brother and and, and you know this whole slight of the the billboards, or did you or do you feel that he just noticed this brother was popping and might have a chance for him to get himself on and popping? He felt, I think he felt it for him. Because I think Billy Ray and stuff is, Billy Ray is in that world right now. I think when it comes to country artists, I don't want to sound fucked up when I say it, but it might come off wrong anyway. You can't die. Dolly Parton hasn't made a hit in like forever. Yo, but she a, le- she a legend. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. And the thing and stuff is that if she just comes out and stuff, whatever, and just probably off like a some little one-two feature in a song, country fans will come reunite get sparked up again. Reba McIntyre, she retired from music and stuff, right? And then she went to acting. She did her full show and everything. And she used to pick up and say she's going to start up again. They'll follow right back. So that's what I'm saying. Billy Ray is that type of person and stuff as, as well. But I think he just felt it for the kick. He's probably looking like, what the hell? Like, really? He's like, well, I'm a country artist to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Well, if I jump on a track, they can't say it's not country. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think he I think he did a solid. And I, I'm a fan of that, whatever. Because I don't think... He, if Billy, Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus never jumped on the track, he would, the track would never probably 
got the recognition and stuff for it that it truly deserves. Listen, man. I mean, we have our we have our our Darius Ruckers. Yeah. Our Aaron Nevels. Yep. Then well, we got our Charlie Pride. So it ain't the first time black people been doing country. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But they, they took they took a time. Look, Darius Rucker. They took time for him to to recognize him, right? Because when he was with Hootie and the Blowfish, yeah, they were like, mm, "You're a pop group." So he's solo now, and you're like, mm, "But you're still bringing your pop fans to our world." So I was like, "Yo, I don't know. It is what it is, and stuff. Whatever with them." Yo, okay, so Peep Game. I heard this story and stuff for the rest of it. I wanted to bring it up to the show, whatever. It was an Airbnb in Budapest, right? All right. They had hidden cameras in the house to live stream the guests that stay in the house. Wow. It was a family family of six. Yeah. But salute to the pops. It's like the pops worked in security. Yeah. So him doing what he does for a living, he just normally does a sweep. Of like places and things and stuff, whatever. Right, right, right. So right. without you know, without him and his taking experience and shit like that, whatever, they probably never saw the cameras. No, no, yeah. Because that's one crazy. of the cameras, one that the family, like the mother, took a photo of the camera, and the camera was in the corner by a smoke detector. So you would think none the wiser. Right, right. So that when they looked at it and then they he pulled it down and seen that it was actually a camera and everything. Yeah. They tried to tap into the feed, but they kind of they, the person killed the feed. Mm. So the homeowner and stuff was fine for it. Yeah. For the whole Airbnb thing and stuff, whatever, right? And they're no longer part of Airbnb. Yeah. So my question to you is, what would you do if you knew and you didn't know you were being recorded? Because remember, you're an Airbnb person, right? Right. Let's say, for example, you go out of town and stuff like that, whatever. You about to go do a business trip and stuff, whatever, and everything like that. Fuck it. I give you a scenario. You and I, we go do a, a out of town show and stuff, whatever. All right. Right. You in one room and I'm in another room and stuff, whatever. Right. Yeah. That is not. I feel like that is not your time to be firing off knuckle children and stuff, whatever, to whatever free access of porn <laughs> they have on deck. So. If they catch you all out of stuff in the bed, sprawled out, whatever, <laughs> jerking it, yeah, firing off shots. Oh, I almost hit the ceiling. I almost <laughs> hit the ceiling. <laughs> I feel like, yo, bro, you got problems. I'm gonna sleep and go home. But what is I'm saying? What it like? If you knew you were going in a place that you could be possibly recorded and stuff, whatever, yeah. would you move kind of different? Oh yeah, for sure. And what it? Okay, so my thing and stuff is that. And the Airbnb, this could be one out of the fifty million places that L- could be recording. Listen, people. man, I was about I was about to say, if we think this is the only, only Airbnb place, yeah. that's been recording, recording people, people. So I'm like, you are <laughs> gotta dumb. be out of your goddamn mind. Like, people are retar- I was like, yo, look here, man, nah, man, y'all, y'all tripping. Y'all gotta understand something and stuff, whatever. I don't take that. This is the first type of place it's happening to, so I move accordingly and properly. Cause I know a girl, a girl I know and stuff, whatever. She um she puts up her condo and stuff downtown. Yeah. For Airbnb. Okay. Right. And what she was telling me and stuff is that she has Google Home. And right. a camera in there. Right, right. Just in case they don't mess up her stuff. Because she said one time on a caravan a weekend and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I think she went back to like her parents' house and stuff, whatever. Kind of lived in like Mississauga. Yeah. And she just, so she can fence higher money and stuff, whatever, for her spot. Right. Because it's right downtown. And she yeah. said, 
she said like, yo, they were standing on the couch. It was girls too. It was girls and stuff in their high heels, standing on the couch, drinking, splashing alcohol everywhere and stuff, whatever, wrecking stuff. Mm. And then when it came to, I think like the day when they were supposed to end everything, I think the girls and stuff were spent hard and long cleaning up and trying to salvage some stuff and everything that they done damaged. Right. So, so I'm like, as a homeowner, I feel like you have a right to do that though, whatever. I don't think it's really for for spy purposes or some, you know, some jerk jerk purposes. No, as as a homeowner, I think you you have the right, but at the same time, I think you have to kind of let your guests know that. Oh, hey, you, hey, I'm watching you, big vi- brother. Video s- surveillance on premises mm. type of deal. Like you know, you you go to spots and you see that sign. You know what I mean? You could be videotaped or the or video surveillance is is live and popping. So you know right away to don't act a damn fool. Make sure everything is accordingly. And shit, I probably even put that sign up even if I don't have no damn cameras to make sure your ass is acting accordingly and not wrecking my shit. I'll be shook. I'll be shook. If you walk into the house, you see that shit, be like, what? where? Where? We had a spot downtown. That we had for the sole purposes of um, Airbnb. Right. And I can tell you the amount of remote controls I had to replace. Damaged TVs. Wow. This, that, and the third. And you know what I mean? And you you know you know it was fine, the guests before. Mm-hmm. But they still want to deny that they did the damages to your spot. So this is a thing that this is a thing that happens constant constantly on right. you know on a regular occasion and as a homeowner how do you protect yourself from that happening you can't you just got to take that L man you got to take that L right because you video you videotaping somebody without their knowledge is invasion of privacy true facts but then i mean you can Treat it like if you know you're like you you have your only fans account or some shit like that, whatever, and you just let them know you better get paid for this. Yeah, you can. Okay. As you are right now. As you are right, right wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. All right, because uh, okay, because uh, okay. you said that. Okay. Because you said go that. Ahead, you go, right. go first. You right. go first. All right. What if somebody rents your Airbnb? Right. 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 But you don't know. They getting ready to feel porn in your shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it ain't it ain't your damn cameras, right? Right. They coming in with a camera crew, the talent. They get shit popping. You don't know nothing about this shit. To one day you're on xvideos.com, you chilling back watching. And you're like, yo, you're like, like, yo, that spot look familiar. <laughs> Yo, you ain't get no royalties. You ain't get no nothing. All you got was the rental fee. Yo, I think that's what I have to work out to be, man. Yo, I you you had to take that one to the chin. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but imagine though, imagine how 
how often that happens. Quite because often. a lot of those, uh, listen, often. man, a lot of those scenes that you've seen are filmed in ho- hotels, but man. It, no, but not, not only that. Some of them filmed in hotels and stuff like that, but like I want to say way back when, when they had the booty talks and stuff whatever, right? Yeah. When they had the booty talks and everything, you knew for a fact that it was just a different room. There's only like so many rooms in that house. <laughs> and you know, they just, they said like, you know, this is our house. We're going to recycle new chick in this room, new chick this one, and then rotate all over again. And, and that's whatever, it. And right? that's it. And that, they might do a one-two pull side scene and stuff whatever yeah right? yeah but that's it that's it you knew what the deal was whatever but that's what i'm saying to add a little more spice and variety and stuff whatever be like i remember you get a little airbnb yo okay like i said as you are right now yeah would you open up an only a fans account and jerk off and make money Cause think about it. Like if you were there, if you were there at the spot, right? Right. And say you were saying you about to fire off some knuckle children and stuff, whatever, and just call it a day and go to your sleep, whatever, right? Yeah. You don't know who watching you. No, you don't. You don't know who watching you and stuff, whatever, right? But the OnlyFans thing, you don't know who watching you either. No, you don't. But you getting paid for this now. Yeah, but here's why. Here's why <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know how many. OnlyFans accounts I see on his videos. <laughs> and guess what? I ain't a fan. <laughs> True. True. But at least you at least you know whosoever probably chopped up the video and stuff and put it up there. And put it up there. They probably pay for the membership. Or they probably or somebody somebody that paid for it. Yeah, so at least it made some kind of change off of it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I was like. Because Pete, I remember, I know a girl now, right? Right. I know a girl now. She, um, say she broke up with her boyfriend and stuff, whatever. Like, she, I guess she cheated on her dude. Yeah. Broke up with the boyfriend and stuff, whatever, on, like, the, the Sunday, Monday. Right. And the Monday, he put her out. The Monday afternoon, she was staying with her stripper friend, right? And the right. stripper friend's like, yo, you know, you can get this, you can get this coins and stuff, whatever. You come with me tonight, you know, you got a banging body. You know, you can stay with me for a bit, but, you know, you need to get your, your stuff together, right? Yeah. Stripper friend talked her into just doing cam, cam girl shit. Yeah. And talked her into doing cam girl shit, whatever. Cam soda. And, yeah, I, think, I don't know if it cam soda. One of them. One of them. And then she did it. She didn't know who was watching her. She just seen like, the comments and the words and everything and stuff, whatever. Yeah. Two toys, a little outfit and everything like whatever. She made... $2,600 in one day. Not a full 24 hours, but let's say like nine hours. $2,600. You better open up your OnlyFans account, man. No, I do looking like I'm in good shape. That's what I'm talking about, you know I mean? man. Get I, your I, coins, King. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, I, man. Yeah, yeah. Out of your flex on them, man. Just let them know. Like, you yeah, know? be like, wife, you beefing. I'll be like, <laughs> Could buy yourself something. <laughs> Yo, this... Um, what time you say you on again? I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna go get you some fans. <laughs> Yo, I was looking at, it, I was like, I was like, wait, what? But she was telling me, I'm like, she's like, yeah. Ever since then and stuff, whatever. That was her thing. And she said she just got into the stripping thing and stuff, whatever. A little bit after that, whatever. But she said when she made a specific amount of dollars, she finished paying for school. Yeah, yeah. Listen, like I said, man. A lot of these women that you be watching, or, you know what I mean, if you're, if you're out there watching, a lot of those women, their husbands or their boyfriends are the cameramans. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we mentioned that. Yeah, before. it's we it, mentioned that. Right? It's a family affair, man. They are they are here making this coin. You they, you thinking she talking to oh you you oh <laughs> laughing you at your that, laughing at your corny corny jokes when you're, you're typing away and stuff like that. Could you do that? I don't think I, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can. Do I don't it. think I could do it. But th- okay, look at it this way. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. When you see when you see couples, a lot of times they've probably or they've met through the industry, or they're in the industry some way, some part how, and then they become couples. Okay. So it's nothing to them already. You get what I'm saying? Like they they used to it. Yeah, but okay. So what? Listen, if you- uh, for instance, right? I go to the strip club. Mm. I meet a stripper. Right. right, you know she's in what world she's in. I know, I already know what world she's in. Right, right? we kicking it, we fall for each other, we get married. Mm-hmm. Am I looking to stop her from stripping? No, because you walked into her world. I walked into her world. That's what she was doing. Right, right. So now she says to me, "Hey, look, man, I ain't gotta be at the clubs all the time. I could just be at home and jump on a cam real quick, and we can make this cheddar." And he's like, I bet. Because he already know her from that world. From that world. I get, I get where you're coming from now. You get what I'm saying? So a lot, of the, a lot of them are like that. Well, I see it. No, I see it. Yeah. Now, now, you talk about you a doctor, but you found a way that you can make some more coin. <laughs> and you tell your wife that. She might not be willing to rock with it. <laughs> she gonna take you for all your coins. She, she, she might be. I mean, she's looking for something different. Yeah. Oh, by the way, as we as as we as we talk about that, mm. our hero Jeff Bezos, the hundred and forty billion dollar man. Mm-hmm. I heard the divorce just went through. Yep. Wifey walked away with fifty three billion. Yep. Man. <clears throat> Hi, Mackenzie. If you're listening, this is Marv. Marvin. Fuck the name Marvelous. This is Marvin. You gotta give her the straight Just name. You gotta you give her the straight name. Just to let her know. So she if can you, find you. If you need a shoulder to cry on, or you need some help taking care of you and your kids, and you and your dead presidents, don't be shy. Stop on by. Thank you. I'm a vouch for Marv, because I'm his co-host. And we got a show that's about to pop, but can pop even more with your help. What? <laughs> holla, holla, boo. Yo. Hello. Yo. I was like, yo, it's finalized now, man. She got some shares into it and stuff, whatever. Like, yeah, she, man. She going to be all right. She, uh, she, she going to be all right. The next person who going to be with her going to be all right. She already all right. Marv. <laughs> <laughs> Marv. <laughs> Why are we acting brand new? I don't understand. Like, you just hear me speak to Mackenzie just a while ago, no? You don't listen, senor. You don't listen. Oh, man. Yo, I don't... Yo, I heard some shit. No, whatever, right? Male birth control is now getting ready to pop off. Are you ready? Male male birth control. No, okay, now, they've had something similar to what's like They had some other shit and right? stuff whatever before, but... They were trying to work with the pill game, but the pill game wasn't working effective because... Dudes was getting impotent. 
They're getting ED. Okay. So they try to go with the angel gel type of stuff, whatever, similar to that, whatever. It was doing the ones and twos, but they they said they think they perfected the pill, whatever, right? Right, right. And, like, you know, play this. I know some dudes that can't even pull out of a driveway. Yeah. So I definitely would recommend them to be on the male birth control regardless. Look at... The dude from Tennessee, a few years back, with 30 kids. You heard yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. 30 remember kids that. with 11 women. Yeah. And the man... Didn't we touch upon him on, on one of the episodes? I think we probably did, man. I think so, I think so. Yeah, man, he had 30 kids, man. And then, remember, the child support thing and stuff with him, you divvy up the child support? Yeah. Because he worked a minimum wage job? Mm-hmm. I think each kid got like a dollar fifty, a dollar fifty, And he had that, yeah, he asked the state of Tennessee to like... You know, jump in like, please give me a break on child support and stuff, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't take nothing home and stuff, whatever. Like, bruh, you should have male birth control a long time ago, man. You should have male birth controlled your ass. Yo, daddy kids. So, I'm saying, I'm like, yo, if you were a dude, single, free bird, yeah, yeah, free bird out here and stuff, whatever, and you know, you were thotting it up and out here, you want to pop one? Nah, I think I'm gonna stick with my condoms. You gonna stick with the rubbers? I'm gonna stick with my, my my rubbers, yeah, man. Because I I'll be having I'll be having mixed feelings about popping those pills, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they say they perfected it, but how much perfection did they really put into that pill? You know what I'm saying? If I wake up, your dick might be smaller. <laughs> Something might happen. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine? Yo, I might, I might just cry right there. What happens? Hmm. If you got to take that pill, but you also got to take the Viagra pill. Oh, that's a nightmare on Elm Street right there, man. I hope they, they factor that thing into the side effects or make it okay to take both. That's a the, good damn question. That, I, I, you you got to think about it because Cats is out here taking that, taking the little blue pill. Yeah, they're taking the blue diamonds. So if they're taking the blue diamonds... And now they got to take another pill to counteract whatever the blue diamond might be packing? Shit. Shit. Your shit might be confused. Once again, you know how to fuck up a good damn dream. <laughs> listen, man. I gotta, You've been listen, crushing dreams for the past few listen, weeks, man. Listen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm out here trying to save lives. You're That's what I'm trying, You're I'm trying to save thing, lives. Man. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, folks, we're back. We're live on the air with Conspiracy Joseph's over here just fucking up on Conspiracy one Joe. Fucking, damn. <laughs> Yo, I gotta look into that. I'll get back to you and stuff on that for sure. Yeah, right. you know what? Let, let's let's do a follow-up next uh next next week's episode. We'll do a follow-up. We're gonna have the answer for that one. Yo. Because because listen, we'd have done all the side effects from the from the from the blue diamond pill. Mm-hmm. This is something new. This is something fresh on the market. Now, they say they worked out all the kinks. Right. You know what I mean? They stopping ED. Yeah. They stopping, you know what I mean, whatever other disorder that that might be popping on. Hey, I got a question. If you're on it and you do so happen to pop a bundle of joy, do you get to sue? Now, I guess not because females can't sue. Females can't sue. Women can't sue. Nah, nah, nah. Yes, I guess not. They just give you like a like a, a high nineties percentile rate, right? Where it don't work, whatever. Shit, I know a dude and stuff, whatever. Older dudes, funniest story. My man, he showed me a photo of like his three kids. Yeah. Right. So he's like, 
I guess the first one, the first one was a girl, second one was a boy, and third one was a girl. So he's like, he's like, see that, Marv? These are my kids. He's like, that's Melissa, that's Michael, and that's my boat. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck you mean? That's yeah. your boat. Yeah. He's like, oh, after the after the boy, I had a vasectomy. So I was planning to buy a boat, whatever. Yeah. And I had to take that damn boat money and put it to her college fund for the last one. Wow. So I was like, yo, that's how you feel. You call your kids your boat. I'm like, gotcha. And a vasectomy, remember, it's supposed to reduce your rate by that much. Yeah. Still can assume. Wow. Wow. See, and, and I'll be so always, didn't take that one I'll always be wondering how... How that still happened after the vasectomy? Because that that's a that's a snip snip job, no? Yeah, that's a snip job. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, think about it. Like, some dudes they just pack in some potent swimmers, man. Your diet, your lifestyle, and stuff, and all that type of stuff is just might be just that great. I can just see it now. Yeah, buddy, me going about to. What happened to the rest of the tunnel? I don't know, man. But I already tasted freedom. Oh, I'm gonna find the exit. And they make it, man. Shit. Damn. It's rough out here in these streets, man. Yo. Let's see, and that's what I'm saying, because if you know you're going to go to that step of having a vasectomy, you got to be 1,000% sure. Because connecting, reconnecting them twos back after, that's some miracle science. True. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that they go that far and stuff, they're, trying, they're saying, like, yo, we're done. That's it. They're done. That's it. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But, like, some dudes and stuff, they're just packing that potent and stuff for that, like, yo, they're just firing past that mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just over the bend, man. Like, <laughs> NASCAR. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. Some people got some potent swimmers and stuff like that, whatever, right? Like, yeah. Man, that shit was funny. Yo, <clears throat> this is a topic I always wanted to touch on. It always slipped my mind, but you brought it back to me and stuff, whatever. How is it that Latino people get a free pass to say the N-word when other races don't? Yeah, you know what? I, it's it's funny because I've never really... I never really thought about it until I seen uh, a meme... Uh, talking about um, Cardi B and Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren Hill being the black goddess for, you know, the upliftment of women of all races, not just the black races, but um, a positive role model versus Cardi B, the ex-stripper, with the whole do thou as thou wilt model out here doing her thing and not possibly showing kids the right direction, but pretty much just being herself altogether. And the fact that you ain't really here and not and not as far as I can tell, I, I haven't really heard any curse words coming coming out of Lauren's mouth much less her using the N word Mm -hmm. where we have Cardi B throwing nigger bombs like it's Hiroshima right and my whole thing was 
you know, once once they mention that, because in the meme, they's like, yo, how how is it that, you know, the Latinos are allowed to say the N-word, nigga, 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 and we get down on all these other races for saying it. Right. Which which brought me back to the uh, to the episode that we had with China Mac. With China Mac and the Asian and rapper. And the Asian rapper. The West Coast dude with the saying, yeah, nigga. The West yeah. Coast dude saying the word nigga. And how we're so quick to attack white people for saying it. Yeah. You know, we got on the Chinese for saying it. But Latinos somehow we give them we give them a pass. I don't know. Is it because we consider them one of us? No. Well, somebody told me stuff for this because they have the that they have a good portion of um, I wouldn't say the Afro Latino people, right? Right. Afro Latino people. My thing is stuff is that if the Afro Latinos and stuff. You know they black. Right. right. But then you have places and stuff for that. I remember like um, like I know like Colombia. Panama, those type of places and stuff, they have those type of black people and stuff, whatever, there, they don't really consider themselves black. They just consider themselves like Colombian. Yes. Panamanian. Yes. Right? So, if they're not the ones themselves dropping the words and stuff, I'm not comfortable if you don't have the, the straight melanin descent in you. Period. That's just me. Because I know French Montana and stuff, whatever... He'll he'll drop it, and he's more Moroccan. Yeah, he's from Morocco and stuff, whatever. But with no straight black lineage, whatever, right? So I feel a type of way when he says it. But then Fat Joe, I turned my eyes stuff, and I remember I was hearing something else, whatever. Another fat, an old Fat Joe song. I was like, Yo, Fat Joe's dropping a lot of nigga bombs in this, right? Right, right. So, so I was like, Hmm, why we, why we get the Latinos a pass? It's just a question. Just a question. It's a good one, I might add. If, if you folks at, at home listening and stuff, whatever, I just thought I'd just ask, whatever. If, if you know the reason, hit me up and stuff, whatever. Hit me up and stuff. I ask Particle Sons and let me know what's going on. Let us know what's good. Yeah, man, because that one just kind of, it always kind of threw me off, man. Uh, we got a, we got a, one more piece on here, whatever. One of my peoples, we had this nice-ass conversation. And we're talking about um, the friend zone. Mm. The friend zone. The five most populated places in the world. China, India, United States, the friend zone, Indonesia. <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. But the friend zone is very, very populated. Right? Yes, yes. So my question to you is stuff, whatever. Can you get out of the friend zone after you get there? Yes, I think there's. How? I think there's always an escape from the friend zone, and it's usually a situation where the person who has friend zoned you mm-hmm. realizes, "Hey, you might have been all that I was looking for all this time, and I just didn't realize it because we got a good rapport." Right. We hang. Usually the dude that's in the friend zone is mm-hmm. in the friend zone because he mad funny. And he could provide that, you know what I mean? That 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 relief, that te- that, you know, that breakdown from that tension. Usually the person in the friend zone is mm-hmm. mad understanding. Understanding. I because that. you can you can talk to that person about anything. That's why they still in the friend zone. You listen, 
you're not in the friend zone for no no un- unforsaken reason. You're in a, you're in the friend zone for a reason, or else you're just not in no zone at all. Okay, valid. Go ahead, continue. So once that person realizes, hey, I kind of like this person and maybe a little bit more than than friendship. Here's the problem with the friend zone, because a lot of people are worried that if it don't work, they lose they lose a good friend. And that's why you see that. And that's why for some things it's hard to get out of that friend zone, because mm-hmm. a lot of times they're valued more than a friend and can't be seen past that. But once that person is really, you know, willing to look past that, yeah. hell yeah, man. You you get the combination lock, you got me a pocket lock open, and you walk out that gate. Yeah, but some, some of them and stuff like that, they just leave that shit shackled up for like years and years and stuff, whatever. And then you have, <clears throat> if it's most guys, just be like that, wishing and hoping and waiting, one of those type of moments and shit with that song. Yeah. It's like that. And I'm like, like that. yo, don't waste your time, my man. Like, yo. Yo, don't come second to nobody, man. Dip, man. Yo, what's wrong with you? Skedaddle. Yo, if I think it's gonna be like, yo, if I shoot my shot, like, yo, it's not going in on this court. Maybe this might not be the court for me. Yeah, yeah. And just keep it moving and stuff, whatever. But I guess I guess that's where my issue with stuff, whatever, lie because a lot of people with stuff, whatever. I realize that I friends on a lot of females, right? And I never realized that, whatever, until like I think like. Like, I want to say, in transitional periods of me going from, like, a different relationship and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I remember one time and stuff when I broke up my ex-girlfriend way back when. And then I told somebody, I'm like, oh, um, yeah, I got a new girl and stuff now, whatever. And then the females who knew, I thought we were cool. Yeah. They're like, so you just picked up a new bitch, huh? I was like, wait, wait, what? Why you saying it like that? She's a nice person. She's swell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? Fuck you, Marv. And just like, what did I do? But that's what I'm saying. And I didn't know that they were probably in the waiting in the wing for their shot. But that's what I'm saying. How would I know to say, okay, I'm going to take you up out of the friend zone if you don't make your intentions clear? If you made your intentions clear and stuff, and I say, I'm going to put you in the friend zone and stuff, whatever, just live there. Well, I mean, and and that's the that's the thing, though, what I think is different between females and males. I think males in the friend zone mm-hmm. who really want to take that shot, they let it be known. Do they do? Yeah. Do they, 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 do? they drop hits. They do this, that, and the third. Do they do? Then when they, they listen, as soon as the moment cracks, the hits start to get stronger. But with women, women in the friend zone, they like, you know, they thinking, hey, I might, I might just be staying in this zone for forever. And you might just think of me as a really good friend. Not thinking that, hey, I might actually look your way. You know what I mean? If mm. if I know your way is lookable. And a lot of times we look at them just like I'm pretty sure you looked at that, that friend in the friend zone as, well, maybe her way ain't lookable. Maybe she ain't looking at me that way for me to be looking at her that way. Man, man, valid. You understand? Valid. Yeah. Yeah, I see that shit. I see that shit. I'm sorry to all the women I put in the friend zone. I apologize. Y'all gotta make that shit clear as day to me. Men, we are oblivious. That's what I was told. They would what? Fucking oblivious. If you don't make that shit crystal clear, you SOL, boo. Sorry about that. 
you might have even, you know what I mean, come over and, and strip all your clothes off and we might be like, oh, that's the new lingerie he was talking about. Yeah, it does look good on you. All right, you ready to go for some pizza? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but women were cuss. Oblivious. There's probably, there's probably like 10 women listening to this shit. You men are lying. You know, but bitch was a strip down naked in front of you. You know, you were trying to hop on it like a bunny. That's not the truth. That's not this. I'm not trying to catch a case. This is the hashtag Me Too world not, we live in. It's not the case. If I don't get confirmation, I ain't doing nothing. Listen, man. It's a, we're living in a confirmation world exactly, right now. Exactly, man. We live in a confirmation world right now. Question of the week now, man. All right. What would, you, what would you do differently if you knew no one would judge you? What would I do differently if I knew nobody would judge me? Yeah. Hmm. Probably become a male stripper. <laughs> you think people would judge you if you became a stripper now? If I, if, if, I, if I became really? that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They'd, they'd probably look at me weird and like, why? why are you stripping, man? You know, you're much you're much better you're than better that. Than you're that. much you're much better than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'd be like, I just like to dance. I like to entertain. You just want to dance. I just want to dance. You know what I, mean? I feel yeah. you I just want to shake your ass. I, just, That's it. I feel free with no clothes on. <laughs> Yo, yo, you just, you just want to dance. Don't judge. Shit. Yeah, I mean, don't judge me. No, no, don't, don't judge me. You know you're not being judged, man. You're just out here just living it up, doing your best, man. That's it, man. I'll be a wild go-go dancer, man. You be out here. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, be out here. You know what I mean? I got some moves. The tricks, like that. You make sure you perfect the tricks with the what? little windmills. What? I'll be at the illest costumes and shit. Yeah, man. I don't know. I like. I like. I always like when I see like the, the um, strippers in the movies. Yeah. When the guys have like the um, just the cufflinks. The the, the cufflinks. The, cufflinks and the bow tie. The bow tie. <laughs> that's it. Whatever. He's kind of like you know, and they just like, just pull Monty or whatever. I need some hot stuff, baby, this evening. Yeah. So I was like, Nah. If, Look, man. If no one would judge me. Yeah. I honestly would. I honestly would be be a uh, a jockey, a jockey, a jockey like a horse, like a like a jockey like a racetrack. Yeah, I'm already short, so I might as well capitalize the mighty midget side. See, so you, think people, people. you think people would judge you now for being a jockey? Hell yeah, because they're looking like, look, what's your midget ass doing? Are <laughs> 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 oh, you going to ride horses and stuff? Whatever. I'd be like. Then somebody might be like, hey, yo, you should ride a horse called Brokeback Mountain. Nah, you know, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, I'll, I'll be a jockey if I knew nobody would do Listen, man, I, I, listen, being a part of the Mighty Midget Mafia, I can tell you a couple of times that I've been at the racetrack and niggas are looking at me and say, yeah. Are you a jockey? You know, so you make a wicked jockey. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, Jamaicans are already trying to give you a job. <laughs> yeah, you know, so boy. You could have, you could have do well as a jockey. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga, <laughs> shit, I know I'm short. Well, you're trying to, you're trying to give me a new, <laughs> a new occupation and shit. Yo, that shit hurt, man. <laughs> Yo, I play this. I know for a fact they'll come at my dome and stuff, whatever. Yo, imagine I walk up on a chick, be like, Yo, so what do you do for a living? Jockey figures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't talk about. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> You gonna get that shit shut down, nah, man. Hey, no. but they make paper though, man. I, I was about to ask they you. They make paper. Listen, I was about to ask you. 
if you're a triple stakes winner, you think they be getting bitches? I'll stand on my triple stacks. <laughs> I'll stand on the stacks and get that extra height that I'm needing, man. But other than that, that's what I'm saying. I have to go in there with an entourage and a damn greeting card and stuff for her. Who is that guy? He's Sofa Black. <laughs> He's that jockey. He's that jockey. He's the number one jockey and stuff at Woodbine Racetrack. He won Kentucky Derbies too. You'd be like, oh shit. There might be a chick like, oh, me so honey. Yeah, oh, me so honey. But other than that, whatever. You walk up to any other chick in the store, you're in a grocery store trying to pick up some shit, whatever, be like, they're like, oh, you need some help, small man? Well, I'm a jockey. Oh, tell me about it. We knew. We all knew once you walked in the mm, security camp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He might, he might be slaying mad equestrian bitches. This is very true. This is very yeah. true. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. But not all of them are too small, though. The equestrian chicks are kind of, they got some height on them. They got some heights, but they know about a jockey. That's true. Yeehaw. They know how to ride side. Cool, cool. We had to ask the sons, Mark, for the show. All right, what they got to ask us? TNK, he says, what's the wisest thing you ever heard someone say? Hmm. I know for me, recently, um, something that sticks out to me, my boy, salutes my boy B. Um, he said, when you're thinking about things, think about things three times. Think about what you could do, what you should do, and what's the best thing to do. And yeah. I feel like that was that was that was heavy and real wise and stuff, whatever. So that that that's what that's how I'm feeling and stuff right now. About you. Think of what you say that say it again? Think about what you could do. Yeah. What you should do, and what's the best thing to do. Alright. And he said he applies that to like every situation and stuff, whatever when he feels like he's in a crossroads, like in his mind. Hmm. I was like, yeah, that's dope. He's like, yeah, because most people like it's so easy to do bad, right? Yeah. It's so easy to do the bad and stuff, whatever. It's the hard the harder thing is to do the good thing, whatever, right? Think about turning the other cheek. Think about random dude walking here right now to slap the shit out of you and stuff, whatever. Right? Right. And now you put those things and stuff into play and stuff, whatever. What you could do is you probably pick up something to bust him in his head. Yeah, yeah. What you should do and stuff is just fight back. Or the best thing to do. Will probably be I don't know called the cops and let them deal with him. Yeah. 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 So that's the wisest thing and stuff I heard someone say. Like that sticks out in my mind now. What about you, man? I think um, I I, I would say this, and this probably is it's a familiar saying that I've, I've heard it, but it's I mean it's words that I live by is. Never let your mouth write a check that your ass can't catch. Yeah, facts. Facts. You know I mean, it's it's it seems so simple in its saying, but it's it's such a strong it's such a strong thing, and I see a lot of I see a lot of people out here doing it, doing it, doing it frequently. You know what I mean? So that's it. Miss Sarah D said, "What's the most important quality you look for in another person?" Loyalty's big for me. Oh boy, I was about to say the same Loyalty's thing. Loyalty's big for me. Yo, yo. Come on, Dap, we're gonna, we're gonna, dap. We're gonna snap. Yo, we're gonna dap and snap. Dap and snap. Dap and snap. Shit, amen to that, man. Loyalty, man. You can't put a price on loyalty. That's just expensive, man. You can't, man. That's just too expensive, man. 
Loyalties for me, man. Same damn thing. Oh, yeah, this is my other question I seen. This was tailored more, I guess, to you, but I guess it's for us. Four key manager said, since you believe in conspiracy theories, do you guys believe in aliens and Bigfoot? I believe in an alien with a Bigfoot. What the fuck? <laughs> AKA the Bigfooted alien. <laughs> okay. You don't believe they're separate? <laughs> Listen, I believe in aliens. I believe in beings. Well, you don't believe in Bigfoot? Nah, I believe in Sasquatch. Okay. I'm going to go with his, his government name, Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> or Yeti. 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 Sasquatch or Yeti. Yeti spaghetti. Listen, we got all types of... Well, just, just the period of how we got to Homo sapien. Mm. I mean, there's Homo erectus. Folks at home, he's going into his X-Files mode. You know what I mean? So just get a cup of coffee. Neanderthal. You understand? And then we look at, we look at all the type of um, primates there is. Yeah. Right? You mean to tell me that there couldn't be possibly a Sasquatch or a Yeti? Absolutely. <clears throat> I believe in both. I believe in both and stuff for her, cause like I said, like some of the shit that I that I didn't see and stuff for them, like in the skywise for my myself. Yeah, yeah, that's not no government government shit. This is, I remember one time you was telling me about the story when you and your your peeps was outside chilling one time. You seen something on a rooftop. Yo, that, I shit my. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Man. Yo, <laughs> I liked it. Yo, goosebumps just came right back, man. <clears throat> It was something serious, man. Like, yo, it was um we were all outside my my um my girl Keisha's auntie spot in Cleveland, right? And we were all getting ready to dip. We all in the car, like everybody at their cars and stuff, whatever we shooting and shit. It's about like one o'clock in the morning. And I don't remember who saw it. I don't know if my friend Andrea seen it or someone else seen it and stuff whatever, but like they looked up across the street at the house and stuff with with the chimney. Right. And to me, at first glance, it looked like a garbage bag. Yeah, like, yeah. That was around the chimney and stuff, whatever, right? So they're like, she's like, what's that? She's like, like, it's a garbage bag, but there's no wind blowing. Right. So that thing should have been came tumbling down, if of anything, whatever, Exa- right? Yeah, exactly. Like someone's got caught on one of the bricks for the chimney. And even without no 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 wind blowing, it, it should be flat. It would have been flat or st- been flat. stationary, right? Right. So that's what I'm saying. When I'm looking at shit now, I'm like, yo, what's going on with that? So now we're all focused on it. It's like eight of us. Yeah. And we're all focused on it. And we all look up, whatever. That bitch did a literal shimmy. Like, it's like, oh, shit. They These see kids me. looking they at me, me, whatever. Yeah. So it just, it just kind of went around the chimney. I heard Drea scream. I heard another person scream. I, everybody took off in cars. Yeah. So my friend and stuff with Akeisha, who's there, she's like, y'all leave me here? I'm like, either jump in or get eight. I don't know what the fuck to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Get in or become the X-File. Yo. I made it to my mom's house and stuff for them probably like about 15 minutes. Floored it. Then looked back. Yeah. And then I think when I got close enough like on the highway and everything and stuff whatever, people were calling people like, what the fuck was that? Was that a gorilla? What was that? It looked like something, you know? Right, so right, like, right. I'm like, it could have been Sasquatch. I didn't give a shit. But like the following day, she told her auntie, she told her auntie that night, but she told auntie, her uncle, other people and stuff like that, whatever, even the neighbors and stuff who actually lived there. Yeah. 
There's nothing. There was nothing, nothing there. Nothing. nothing there to resemble it. So I knew something was up. Did you did you all ever see if there was any like of reports of a sighting of, of anything in the area uh, in that particular area? No. Nah. Maybe not that specific night, but no, nah, but the only thing they say and stuff for them is they said like within the Ohio region, Ohio, Pennsylvania region, yeah. possibly Mothman. Mm. So I I was shook. I'm not fucking with it. I go over there very lightly. Yeah. And what fucks me up too and stuff is that my cousin bought a house right by that fucking neck of the woods. What? So that's what, that's what pissed me off and stuff whatever. Because she's like, oh man, such and such. I'm like, I know that. They're like, that's not too far from, the street's called Wando. Yeah. I'm like, it's from, it was like, my Wando. She's like, yeah, Wando's like two streets down. I'm like, niggas. <laughs> I don't know if I feel comfortable spending the night over uh, here now. <laughs> yeah. You might, you might have to let me go at uh, 6 p.m. Yeah. I'm heading home. So, so I was like, yeah, miss me with that. But yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm good, man. That's it for that's it for me, man. You good? All right. You so good? let me drop a soul says the suns, and then we can be out here. And uh, this week is inspire until you retire. That's soul say the suns. I like soul that. say the suns. Yeah, and I, I think we're, we're gonna we're gonna leave that one with uh, with Nipsey because mm-hmm. he definitely he definitely inspired all the way. Yes. That's it, man. All right, man. I'm good, man. Thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Peace and love. Peace. Peace. The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Sofa King Marvelous.